Hello everybody and happy Wednesday. This is another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda. As usual, I'm here with Dr. Linda Marquez. We have a guest for today. We have the High on Life coach and today is all about happiness. So we all want to be happy and I hear it all the time. When I, when I get this, I'm gonna be happy or when I get that, I'm going to be happy. But today, our main goal is to understand where happiness actually lies and how we can all be happy where we are with what we have, basically. So I'm super excited about today's topic. We all need more happiness in our lives. And once again, today, it's, it's all about happiness. So by the end of the episode, everybody's going to be so happy that we're going to be radiating happiness everywhere we go. <laughs> Dr. Linda, how are you? I'm doing great. I love that. And you know, I'm in great company of two other amazing women that we are going to bring that to people and hopefully they'll have some tools. They will have some tools and really understand like the pursuit of happiness. Do you remember that movie with yes, Will Smith? Yes, I do. I do such a and beautiful movie. It is, you know, and I think a lot of us are, you know, every day in pursuit of happiness. So I think this is going to be a perfect, um, perfect topic. And it applies to everyone. It doesn't matter where you are in your life, whether you, you've reached a lot of major goals in your life, whether you are um, on that journey, or whether you're kind of in a place that you need a little bit of a kickstart, you need someone to kind of pick you up and, and kind of walk you along. This is going to be perfect for you as well. So I am excited. And what's been going on with you? You have a lot going on right now. I know you're going to be taking a trip pretty soon. So can't wait to hear all of that and a little journey that you're going to be going on here soon. Yes, yes. I'm super excited. Uh, at work, things have been amazing. I'm learning so much. I am literally growing and stretching every single day. And that's what it is all about. It's about every day getting out of the comfort zone, every day doing things that you've never done before, every day really striving to be the best that you can be for, for you and for everybody around you, for anyone who comes, comes in contact with you. So it's been, it's been a wonderful journey. I am very excited. It has been a little bit hectic and busy, but in a good way, in a positive way, in a, in a way that I know that I'm making a change. I know that I'm making impact. I know that I am helping others transform their lives as I am transforming mine. So it's it's been awesome. That That's the best place to be, you know, because I think part of happiness is even just service. And, you know, we'll let our, our guests talk about that. But anyways, our guest today is an amazing Audra Irwin. I met Audra years ago at a mastermind group. And, you know, part of personal development and just part of you being the best version of you, you're going to continue to seek and um, seek out others, seek out strategies, modalities to help you be the, the best version of you. But I remember when I first saw her, and I was, this was probably one of the first events that I had ever been to with, you know, really a lot of, um, a lot of people. Les Brown was actually at that event as well. So, um, it was just kind of interesting how everything comes in full circle. But when I had seen Audra, it's just like there was something about her. And I'm like, who's that? There's just something about her. And she just has that presence about her that, you know, she's someone, you know, that she just exudes with love and just, you want to be a better person version of you you want to be a better version um for everyone else when you you know when you are around her and i didn't know any of that until i actually met her and we started talking and it was exactly that 
And the beautiful thing about her is that I mean, she's studied so much. Um, she's applied it to her life. Um, she's done a lot of training with, with Tony Robbins and that whole um, corporation, that whole group, and has literally touched many, many, many people's lives with her own her own clients and just being part of that whole um, whole group with um, Tony Robbins. She's also had her own radio network. Hopefully she's going back on with the happy hour. And it was the coolest thing that she had because she always brought on amazing guests, but also it was a happy hour to just um, kind of like we're doing our Wellness Wednesday inspirations to just bring on people to live life to the fullest. So, um, you know, so we call her the high on life coach. And um, she's just an amazing human being. So I'm excited to bring her on so that, you know, she can enlighten a lot of us with, you know, all of us are in pursuit of happiness and just really what it is. So um, let's bring our beautiful friend, Audra Irwin. Hi. Oh, Linda, you made my heart smile with your card. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Well, you know, you do have that impact. And I don't know if you remember, like years ago, I'm trying to think how long ago that was. That was quite yeah. some time. 2011, I think, 2012, somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe before that. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's been some time, but you might be right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on today to share in your beautiful space you've created. Thank you, Audra. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to literally hear and, and take notes and understand and, and really we are all in a journey and ultimately everybody is seeking happiness at the end, right? Whether it's through more service or whether it's through bettering ourselves or whether it's through financial means, whatever it is, but we're all in a pursuit of happiness. Every single one of us want better for ourselves. We want to be happy. And so hearing from you, the high on life coach, how we can be in that pursuit of happiness, how we can be happy today and how can we always strive to be the best version of ourselves so thank you once again for being here i'm super excited to hear everything that you have to say okay thanks thanks for having me so where should we start it's a fun it's definitely a fun conversation because there's so many facets to it yes Yes. I think it would be good to start in actually the simple definition of happiness. What is happiness? Well, I don't know what Webster's um, version is, but my version is to be fully expressed. To me, that's true happiness. Um, everybody else might have their own definition of what happiness looks like, but I believe when you feel safe enough in your person, when you feel, um, when you allow yourself to, be fully expressed and it can be, it doesn't always have to be happiness. It can be sadness can actually lead to happiness, believe it or not, if you honor and allow those emotions. So I think happiness to me is, is authenticity is just truly being connected to your authentic self and expressing from that place, no matter what that looks like. Cause that leaves you feeling happier within your beingness. And it also, uh, it creates an opening for others too to feel safe in that that's my that's anyway that's all my own personal definition of it for me what do you think what about how does that resonate for you fernanda as far as happiness you know i was listening to a video and i believe it's it was dr wayne dyer 
I'm not sure, but I think it was him who said that the spirit, the soul, it's always looking for expansion, right? And so when we are expanding, when we are growing, when we are stretching ourselves, when we are being true to ourselves in what we want to do, not doing it for others because others think that that's the right path or because others think that that's the right thing to do. But when you do things for you and when you push yourself to grow and when you, you push yourself to do more of the best thing that you can do for you, for others, when you stay true to yourself, when you listen to yourself, when you are really connected to your emotions, to yourself, when you understand how to connect and really listen to your inner inner self, and you are able to mm -hmm. spread, express that out to the full, to your full potential, not leaving anything out. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the magic happens. And that's actually when people find, I, I feel, the most success, the most happiness, the most everything within themselves, because they are doing truly 100% what they feel like they should be doing every single moment mm -hmm. of their life. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I know, Audra, you coach, I mean, you coach so many people in the past and you're still currently coaching a lot of people and a lot of them and, and you'll have to kind of share you know your percentage of all that but a lot of them come for career a lot of them come for relationships they they're striving for a lot of different things because they think that those things are going to make them happy is that what you see a lot of in in coaching your clients Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, it, I call it chasing happy uh, because mm. it's thinking outwardly to fill something that has not been filled inwardly. Mm. Um, and I can just speak to a small like Twitter version of my story and that that was me. I wasn't able to have babies. I um, my marriage ended. So I wasn't I wasn't a mom and I wasn't a wife anymore. And I, I lost I had no sense of significance. And our human tries to cling on to something that feels like it has to define our being, our, mm. our, our value in the world and all of that. And so I I was in hot pursuit of of striving and achieving and trying to become something and live my fullest potential so that I could somehow validate what felt so invalidated within me because of society standards for what happiness looks like or for what, you know, life is supposed to look like. Um, mm -hmm. and, and whenever we're going from that angle, we're out of alignment, we're, we're disconnected from our core being and we, we're going to fall flat. So it's important in the coaching you know, to really identify, are you in alignment before you go after those things? You know, because if if you think that's what's going to make you worthy, you're going to fall, be empty every time. So, so alignment, like in your values, like what's um, important to like your values too? Because don't you think that's like a big part also? Because you can go out and let's just say um, a lot of people chase money, and some of them chase it for the. Um, the experiences, others like, I just want to make a lot of money so that I can, um, you know, I can sponsor host this you know, orphanage or send kids to college or, you know, there's so there's like pencil of promises, you know, there's a lot of different organizations where people are just, they're good at making money. And they love making money for the sake of, you know, passing that on. Mm -hmm. Do you find that, um, you know, those people is it very different from um, 
those that are chasing the for the, the chasing money for the sake of just having it, while there's others that are seeking are choosing it to um, pursuing it for the sake and helping others. For Does that sure. make sense? No, it makes sense. So uh, some people are in alignment and they they are they're creating their financial well-being um, to add more value. And some people mm -hmm. are going after it to be valued. Right. So oh. that's where it's the spirit is the alignment. Are you in alignment with God's will or your or your will? And our will sometimes doesn't mean to be out of alignment with God's will. It just doesn't know any better. Right. And that's why in the coaching dynamic, we realign that so that you can get really clear on that before you set out for the things that you want to contribute to the life. And it's really about contribution that really brings true mm -hmm. happiness in my opinion. So Audra, you, um, or actually Dr. Linda mentioned that you had been, um, you know, with Tony Robbins and you have some experience with Tony and I was listening to a video and this came to mind as you were talking about the significance and contribution, there is a video where he explains about the six core needs that people have in their lives. Those being certainty, uncertainty, love, significance, growth, and contribution. And for different people, those needs are in, in a different order, right? Some people need more significance. Some people need more love. Some people need more, you know, growth, et cetera, et cetera. But is that directly attached, you feel, to happiness? If people have their basic human needs met one way or another, does that equal happiness or not necessarily? Um, I think there's different seasons in our lives too, where that mm -hmm. switches up. There was a season where striving served me. It put me on the path. I'm no longer in that space. Um, I think that it's more, it's, it's really just every individual is unique in that way. But what I have mm -hmm. found in a strive Strive culture, basically, uh, a chasing happy world is it's there's this sense of it's when am I going to get there and it's never enough and I'm missing out on life all around me mm -hmm. and I'm not happy. And then when we finally think we get the thing that we're after, we're like, now what? And then we're back on that rabbit wheel of chasing happy. So I think that the growth and the contribution part is is really and truly where where our happiness and fulfillment lies because when we're mm -hmm. serving other people i mean i um there's there's really no greater feeling in the world i know you both what you're contributing to it it lights you up i know i know mm -hmm. linda I, i've just met you but i can tell with this platform that you've created that you genuinely care you know about empowering other people um so that speaks volumes and that you feel you feel happy and joy just in, in bringing that to the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I, to me, there's, that's the greatest thing, but we don't have to have a big platform with 5,000 mazillion likes to, to have that be. So it could simply be, you know, the lady at the movie theater that I used to go to when I lived in Texas, I mean, she, she would tear my ticket, my movie theater ticket. And like it, she got the greatest gig on earth. Like, like, mm -hmm. like ripping your, your movie ticket and telling you where your theater was, was the, you know, and, and she radiated joy and I want to, I would just want to be around her and I want to hug her. And I mm -hmm. think that is enough, you know, as well. Like it gets to be, you can have, you get to have both. But I think that mm -hmm. if you're good with the, 
with the with the right here with the every day, then the other's going to be more expansive for you. I have a I question. I love that because mm -hmm. you see people that are in wonderful positions in life, uh, not just financially, but you know they have the perfect relationship, or according to others, right? You know what it looks like. Or yeah, or they have you know a wonderful job, or they have you know wonderful kids, et cetera, et cetera. But they're they don't feel fulfilled. And on the other hand, you see people that may not have the financial means, that they may not have the beautiful house, that they may not be in perfect health, et cetera, et cetera. But they are so joyful. They are they exude happiness every single day. And so how how does that how does one person who doesn't have quote unquote you know, the perfect life gets to be that happy. And the other person who in picture looks like the perfect picture and inside doesn't feel fulfilled. What's that disconnect that we that we see? And, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen that. And a lot of examples come to my mind, right? From just people that I know. Mm -hmm. I think it's the spirit spark is what I call it. I think it's, you know, it, whatever your connection is to God, you know, I, I do think that, that true fulfillment really does come down to our connection with our creator and how connected to it we are and how disconnected from it we are. And again, I think that's what ties into the, the worthiness and the value and all of that it gets validated through God, not through our achievements. You know, um, it's grace. I think it's also yeah. a decision. I think you decide I'm I'm making a choice to be happy no matter what that my you know I there's so many facets to it but I do think that um and then some people just they don't know what they don't know and I think we're all on just different spokes of this wheel of life and so it's a it's really not a one size fits all model how except mm -hmm. for in my opinion to our creator to God mm -hmm. you know that, that's really interesting you say that because a lot of the, the coaches, personal development people that I look to, that is, that is like their core. Like if you've ever listened to Bob Proctor, and I know, Fernando, you're very familiar with his work, Audra, um, even Wayne Dyer, you know, um, Louise Hayes. Um, I know Tony Robbins references to him, uh, Marianne Williamson. And they all always reference to, you know, a, a creator, a God. They always say, yeah, the man upstairs, that's their way of saying, yeah, God, there's someone that created us. But what's what always um, comes back to me as I listen to a lot of different speakers, um, I'm a podcast junkie, and other people will judge and it's like, well, you know, well, this guy does, you know, he carries F-bombs and this person does this, and this person drinks, and they're all almost like trying to invalidate that there's an existence of a higher power guiding them just so that individual doesn't have to acknowledge that there is something bigger and greater than us that's giving us direction. But I think in the presence of, and I know all three of us do this, we take the time on a daily basis to meditate, to connect with something bigger, greater than us to guide us throughout the day. Otherwise, we, we truly couldn't be happy <laughs> and joyful and excited and passionate and really connected with um, with service. Because it's, as you mentioned, uh, and Audra you, um, and Fernando about um, contribution, 
when you give back and when you go out and do something for somebody else, that just lights up your world. And you can be in the cr a crappy mood. And that is the number one thing that you can do to get out of your, I call it a funky mood. I never say I'm depressed. If I'm in a funky mood, I'm like, I need to go outside and go do something for somebody. And, and I think that's a, a huge, huge, huge part of maybe why a lot of people are really not experience happiness. What do you think? Me or Fernando? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I definitely think it it comes back to, again to to your to being present and and prayer and you, you definitely have, it's like they say the five people you're the sum total of the five people you hang around with the most. It's the same thing mm -hmm. about where you're spending your time and what you're feeding your your mind or not or even just allowing yourself to to be still, I pray, pray, Jesus is my jam. And I pray mm -hmm. and I, and I take time to connect. And even this morning, um, I went to the beach and, and I had my, my phone and I had my journal and I got up to watch the sun come up and I was going to, and I, and I walking towards the, the crossover, the dune crossover and I, and Holy Spirit's like, um, go put your phone back in the car. And I'm like, really? I can't take picture like what? It, okay. So I went back and I put my phone in the car and then I go back to, to go to the beach. And then I got, I got, well, I don't go put your journal back, you know? And I'm like, okay. And so I did, I, this is, this is truly. And I'm like, okay, just gonna, we're just gonna walk. And I'm telling you what, like I had my agenda. I'm going to journal. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to take some pictures of the sunrise. Like I always do. And I just, I obeyed that voice and I, obeyed the spirit and I went to the beach and I had the most amazing, I had breakthroughs. Like he stopped me. He st stilled me. He spoke to me. I, you know, showed me things cause I, I listened and I allowed and it was, it, I, I mean, anyway, there's so much more to that encounter, but I guess the moral of the story and the point is how crucial and critical it is to get quiet, to get still, to listen to that still small voice that is speaking to us and guiding us always in all ways. So. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, Audra, that speaks to me in many, many different levels. And before I understood mindset, I was and I suffered from a lot of depression and anxiety for years and years and years. And so when I and it all happened through a video, I listened to a video by Earl Nightingale and that video kind of sparked something in me, the curiosity of finding out more about my mindset, right? And and the power that I had within me that I didn't even know existed. And so one of the things that I started practicing when I was still suffering from a lot of depression and anxiety before I understood how to control my mind was the power of now. And so when I would feel depressed, when I would feel anxious, I would bring myself back to the present moment. And I would say, well, I'm breathing. I'm alive. I, I I am right now. I am that I am. Right. And and there is nothing else that matters. Everything else seems or appears as a sense of urgency or a sense of you know a problem or a challenge or whatever a preoccupation in my life. But really, in reality, in three weeks or three days, it's not even going to matter. So why am I why am I letting myself affect? myself so much over something that it's little. And so I kept doing this over and over. Every time I would feel that way, I would remind myself, bring myself back to the now. I would look at my breath. I would concentrate on my breath and I would count to 10. Deep breaths count to 10. Deep breaths count to 10. And that's, that's a practice that I did for, I have to tell you, months. 
and it worked and it works magic. Well, it worked magic for me because it instantly kind of brought me back to the now and not to anything else that was in my mind that appeared to be, you know, a problem or a challenge or anything else that that was not necessarily important. And so can you maybe expand or explain a little bit more about the power of now and how we can always go come back to it? We're always in the now. However, our minds tend to travel all over the place, past, present, future, everything. Can you expand a little bit more on the now, please? Yeah. So there's a, there's a bunch of different ways to bring you back to the now. And the greatest one and the easiest one and the one that always can drop us from our head is to get into our heart. And I, mm -hmm. I literally will anchor myself into my heart. I will put my hands like this and I will put my hands on my heart and it's just, it, it stops me. It has me be in the moment, be present, come back to my breath, come back to my heart, come back to love, um, you know, and just to still, just to be still and know. And, and then from that space, you can exhale and then see what's in front of you, see what's in front of you. And, and if you're here, you're in love. So how can, whatever is happening around you that has you needing to be more present, how can I bring love to this situation? Right? Like, like, you know, what does God say about this? Or, you know, what does love say about this? Or, you know, how can I be love in this moment? How can I see this through the lens of love in this moment? What would bring greater peace to the whole of the whole in this moment? And yeah, that's one thing. Um, just also, um, nature, being in nature, uh, even if you can't be outside, look outside and see the bark on the tree or a leaf or just like something that connects you to see that something is always replenishing itself always and that it's always all okay. And nature is the best example because it handles itself always. It just knows what it needs to do and to trust mm -hmm. that we are that same nature. You know, we're made from the same creator of that nature. And we have the ability to nurture ourselves in and through that. So those are just a couple things. Oh, I love that. And it just made me think uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, we had taken some time off from the practice and just went back into the practice and I had a little patient, three month old little baby. And I just, I didn't want, want to let go of the baby. <laughs> he was just cute. And I was just like, I was telling the mom, um, oh, I just want to hold him just, you just felt love. I mean, when they're newborns, it's just like, it's so different. I mean, there's just such purity, but like two or three months or four months, you're starting to, you know, hold their head up a little bit, kind of look around and just very um, inquisitive. You know, they're just like looking everywhere. And it just made me think, I'm like, gosh, I remember one of the happiest times was when I was in service at, at church and ministry. And it was with, um, I was in the, um, with all the little babies. And so I, we just held babies. It was, it was just amazing. I was like, okay, yeah, we had to change your diaper, but we had a lot of the babies and there's just so much love and just something as simple as that. And just being present, like you said, in that moment and just feeling my heart just swell. But I love what you said right now. It's just put your hands over your heart and just feel the breath and close your eyes and even just think about someone that really is true to you that and for a lot of us it could be you know 
our, our mom or our dad or our significant other or one of our children or, or all of them, just even for some people, it's their little, it's their puppy. You know, everyone's, everyone's different. So thank you for just that reminder. Cause I'm like, that was something so simple. Putting your hand over your heart. Anybody, any of us can do it at that present moment and just being in the moment and now. And as you were asking Fernanda about just the gift of now. So thanks for just reminding me of that. I needed that. <laughs> well, you just reminded us all of something when in your, in your baby speaking about holding the baby, it's truly the innocence. It's the innocence of that child. And it's like, we all, what we're seeking after is the freedom to just be in that innocence without all of life's layers, you know, to just be, to, to, to not hold back or filter or, you mm. know, or, in, or the strive or prove or, or any, like all of the filters and the models and the molds of the world that just can crush our spirits and suppress us in different ways. Like we just, I think, long to just, allow ourselves to return to that innocence. And um, yeah, so the ba that's a, your baby reminds us of that. So maybe mm -hmm. example. Audra, I have uh, one last question for you, for me. One of my favorite quotes from Dr. Wayne Dyers is, you cannot always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. And that's also a concept that I had to learn. And I learned that a couple of years ago and before I was, I was under the impression that the, the things outside, you know, losing a job or losing a, a loved one, or perhaps, you know, having difficulty, difficult relationships or whatever controlled me. So I was a victim of my environment before I realized that I control my environment, that I, if I control my inside, I'm in control of myself. If I'm in control of my mindset, in reality, I put myself in the driver's seat and therefore my outside reflects my inside, not the other way around. Can you explain a little bit more, maybe touch briefly on what can people do so they jump in the driver's seat of their lives so they can become the masters of their emotions so they know that they're always in control, that they're always literally in charge of feeling happy, feeling angry, feeling resentful, feeling hope, hopeful, feeling ec ec ecstatic, et cetera, et cetera, and that it is a choice. And ultimately, we are the ones in the driver's seat. Can you explain and maybe give a little bit of um, perhaps a tip or two on how we can always go back and take control of our inner state? Sure. Yeah. And to some people are like, that is so much easier said than done, right? For sure. <laughs> um, if it were that easy. So that's what brings me to the answer to your question. And that's honestly surrender. It's literally to surrender. Because I think that we actually have to give up control. If that makes, I know we want to control, but I, and I know what you're saying. It is true. Like it, our, our outside, it, you know, we get to, once we have worked through our triggers and our traumas and or sought the help of, of, you know, somebody who has the ultimate power um, to help us navigate that. But sometimes people are like, well, how do I control when I feel out of control? So it's to, it's to surrender to say that right now I don't feel in control and then you get resourceful, right? So whether it be the book or the teacher or the, or the preacher or, you know, whatever that shows up. But when you surrender, that gives God the opportunity to, to deliver the help because we have free will. And, and so I know 
I can, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Not any self-help books ever got me to that place of peace that I have in and through that. But I would say asking for the divine guidance, knowing that mm. the one who is in control will help you get in control inside. And um, and that's how I can speak to that question. Thank you. Thank I you. love that because you also, you know, as you were speaking of all this and we were talking even about babies and the beautiful message and even we can learn from someone that has no, um, they have no, um, they haven't had all the time in life or the experience in life. But one thing that babies never do at two or three months, they're not looking at each other and say, hey, I want your hair. Hey, I want your eyes. Hey, I want your chin. <laughs> they don't get in that comparison trap like we do as we get older. So that has been one of my lessons to not go through the comparison trap. And even sometimes comparing to ourselves will lead us to un unhappiness, you know? So it's kind of like, it's going back to just to be present in the moment and just knowing that this is my choice where I am right now and how I respond to it. And nothing has meaning until I give it meaning. Uh -huh. So it just kind of triggered that. I'm like, oh, yeah, like babies, they don't compare each other. You know, it's just like when I'm holding on to that, that little three month old, you gonna say, hey, I want your hair. Hey, I want your eyes. I'm like, <laughs> you know, they don't they don't do any of that. And I think that even when we get caught up so much in the challenges of everyday life. So thank you, because this conversation has just triggered a lot of things for me. And it's always you know, sometimes, you know, we have a list of questions, we have a list of bullet points that we want to cover, but everybody gets a different message out of the, the message that the person is sharing and no two people are going to receive the, the same information. It's going to come in and one person is going to interpret it as this way and another person is that way. So thank you for kind of triggering some things. I know with Fernanda, she's like shaking her head as you were, you know, going through remembering the challenges that you went through um, with the anxiety and depression and, and how at that time you probably didn't, didn't even realize how that pivotal moment really has changed your life to what it is now and how you're impacting so many people. And like you were saying too, Audra, that you're able to talk and connect with other women that, okay, they, they didn't have a child. It wasn't in their card, but there's other things, other beautiful things that did come out of that. Uh -huh. So thank you both for, you know, so bees are vulnerable with that. Thank you. Thank you. So, right. a quote? Y'all want to finish up with one of your quotes? Let's do a quote. Audra, do you want oh to start with your favorite quote? Oh my gosh. You know, I don't, I don't, I, so I used to have lots of favorite quotes, but now I, now I, I have favorite scriptures and my favorite scripture is, um, for I know the plans I have for you. So even though this would be speaking to your audience, you know, the plans that we have and the things that we're striving after, they may not always look like we think that it should look and just trust and know that there's, it's going to be far greater than we can ever imagine. That's been my experience and it's what I cling to and I hold on to. So that's what I'll. That's beautiful. I think it goes along with surrendering surrendering and knowing that everything happens in perfect time in per in the perfect way for you amen yes you're absolutely right 
All right, my, my quote <laughs> for today is happiness is the highest form of health by Dalai Lama. I like that. I just picked one up, but this is one of my, I have this book, <laughs> had it for years, but I, I was just looking at to, it's under the beware of false happiness. It says, real happiness is cheap enough, yet how dearly we pay for its um, counterfeit. Isn't mm. that the truth? Mm -hmm. How dearly we pay for its counterfeit. Wow. It doesn't cost anything. So a lot of it's just, it's a choice. It really is a choice to just be present in the moment, kind of wrapping everything up. It's just about being present in the moment. And we, we either are anxious or depressed when we look to our past thinking, oh, this happened to me and we're planning our future based on our past. So it's really about pre being present in the moment and acknowledging from a, uh, a vertical level of being empowered to enjoy this present moment. So mm -hmm. I think that's how we're gonna wrap it up. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm just so grateful for just, just being able to connect and share all this. And I know that it's gonna minister to some people uh, more than we know. So I'm just very grateful to be here with you lovely ladies. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much, Audra, for joining Thank us today you. and really for for bringing up so much also for, for both of us, for Dr. Linda and I, and I'm sure for the audience as well. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate you both. All, All right. right. We'll, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.